At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast. 200 Fox Sports Radio stations. Three o'clock here in Vegas, six o'clock on the East Coast. Drive time. We got a big hour of disputes. What do I mean? Vegas likes nothing better than the dummies outside of Vegas. And there is some condescension from some of the Vegas guys. I think Fez would be a great example with his haughty attitude. That Vegas versus the world, we love that we're right most of the time. We will bet you we're right. And speaking of Fez, he's one of the pros who know. He's here today. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. Now, we now have a gambler joining us from L.A. He has a $100 bet against me. We can't wait. You know, I'm going to say it right now. For those that missed it, Jonas, and he's in L.A., for those that missed it yesterday, 
Jonas made a bold statement. He said, the odds say, you know, those people in Vegas, they say the odds were very significant Kawhi would go or stay with Toronto. Brad, it was what, minus 250? Yep. And Jonas says, you know something? My feelings are the break or, you know, less than that, it seems, and a minus 200. So what was funny was Jonas, who in 10 months of, on the show is 2-2 two and two on his picks, and he's holding that. He said, that's as good as I can expect to go. I'm going 2-2. Two and two. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to protect the record. You would think Brad and Fez would chomp, be chomping or champing at the bit. And I said, all right, guys, do you want to book Jonas's bat? Fez's like, oh, no, I, I actually agree with him. And Brad, do you want to book his bat? And he said, no, 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 no. So I had to do it for, you know, just representing Vegas. Jonas calls me the voice of Vegas. I'll take it. And I said, well, you know, Jonas, minus 200, you're saying I'll give you even money. And, he, you know, it's like, what does he do? It's minus 200. He thinks the line should be. I'm saying even money. That means he would win double, right, Fez, whatever he bet, as if he, you know, versus if he laid 200, right, because $2 to win $1 in minus 200. And if it's even money, which I was generously offering him, he would win double that, right? Yeah, you're basically giving Jonas a lie detector test. Did he truly believe? Well, that's what my whole life is. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Every minute on this show is like tens of thousands of dollars of value. And Jonas is spending like three minutes trying to get out of a $100 bet. <laughs> so finally, I let him out of it. It's like, you know, let's just save the country the pain. And then he goes, no, 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 I'll do it. So first question, Jonas, and please don't monologue, how are you feeling? And number two, please know that if I, or if I win, I'm going to donate it to your favorite charity. That's great, and that charity is my back pocket. So no, I, no, no, no. Favorite that. certified charity. I feel great. And look, out of that, his voice long, is up an octave. Out of out of that long monologue, you failed to realize yours, that, your, that, that your I monologue was, yesterday. That I was pulling a Miyagi. We got out of that maybe the best tease in the history of this show, the longest <laughs> monologue in the history of this show, and the first legitimate bet that I've made on this show in like eight months. So out of all that, <laughs> what came of it was Radio Gold. That, you know, you might be right about the tease because we did stumble <laughs> on that one. But let's be candid. I've had much longer monologues. So. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it, guys. And it was the NBA Awards last night. And the big one, of course, was the Most Valuable Player Award, which went to Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. It was either him or James Harden, but it was Giannis getting the nod. He is your MVP. You know, Brad, when, you know, you, I was actually at a – undisclosed location yesterday by ISDN and you were reading some of the odds. Oofa. Yeah, I, I mean, was struggling. Oh, and you, I mean, did you actually graduate the enunciation class or did you drop out? I dropped out. I mean, did you pay anything? Because I would ask for a full refund. I just, did pay Just bringing that tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jonas is just like rubbing it in by saying the full pronunciation. He's got the little accent marks right on top. I mean, Insane. All right. As I say, Giannis, here's the question. Who disagrees? Meaning Harden, and I think Jonas is right, was the only other viable option. Brad, who did you think should win it? James Harden. Oh, wait. Daryl's still actually 
Our producer is actually still mic'd down because he was trying to interrupt me, which is not allowed. One second. Oh, wait a minute. All right, you're back like up. Punishment or something on the radio? Well, you remember when you were trying to jump in and talk about all the RJs that were famous oh, before? Oh, man, you tripping, man. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> all right, so you disagree. Yes, I, I disagree very strongly. I would have given my vote to James Harden. Okay, and and uh, Jonas, you disagree. I disagree. I would have given it to Harden right. as well. Now, Faz, you agree with Harden. Oh, strongly agree with Harden. Or, or I'm no, sorry, with Giannis, Giannis. Yes. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to have... An old-fashioned crossfire is what we call this. And this is when we have two, or usually, usually it's two people on one side or one on one side, one on the other. Now, occasionally, it's been two on one. And like we said with Fez, Fez and the two, no. So what we'll do is give each of the Giannis people, well, I guess in this case there's one Giannis person, Fez, you'll get a chance to rebut, but we're going to give each of the hardened people 30 seconds each, guys, because there's three of you. Brad Powers. Well, I know it's not a scoring award, but James Harden had an historically great season. There was a 40-game stretch where James Harden averaged 40 games, 40-plus points per game. Only Will Chamberlain in the entire history of the NBA has been able to accomplish a feat. Basically half a season, you're averaging 40-plus points per game. I think that should have been rewarded. Therefore, James Harden should have been your MVP. Okay, so here's the question. Well, one, it really does show you one thing. All the people through history that had flashes in sports of greatness. Um, I mean, when I always hear about Don Drysdale and some of those streaks and uh, Koufax, I think even more so, you got to wonder with those shorter careers – and Gail Sayers, obviously, is a great example. How many players, if they had been injured, let's say, after four years, would we be looking at 20 years later and saying, oh, my, he could have been one of the greats? Or how often do we have a guy that has four great years and then he just drops off and then he's looked at as an above-average player across his career? Not saying that that's so much the case here, because obviously Harden has done well outside of those 40 games. But imagine if Harden's rookie season had started with those 40 games, and then he got hurt and could never play again. Mm. There would be such a le- – it's like almost like Jimi Hendrix in music. There's a lot of people – Jim Morrison. If Jim Morrison were 320 pounds, talking about these kids don't know what music is, how much less sexy would the doors be? <laughs> yeah. Right? So – that that but boy, Brad, that is a strong, strong statement. Forty games, averaging more than forty points per game. Only Wilt and only Wilt. Yeah. My last thought on this is: Is it a situation where is it easier to score today? Or I would say across the history of the NBA, today scoring's a little bit easier. But there's certainly been long periods. There's been more points scored per game by teams than there are now. So I would say. We're, we are in a scoring-friendly period, but not the most scoring-friendly period we've ever had. I agree with that. All right, so that's one for the loser, Harden. <laughs> Jonas. 
James Harden did something that only two players in the history of planet Earth have ever done, and that's average over 36 points a game in a season. And we forget that a lot of that was because Chris Paul was injured early on and Harden was all that they had and all that they had to rely on. So I think people lose sight of the fact that James Harden had to play that way. It wasn't ideal. He said it himself, but they looked at it, and I think the reason Giannis got the award is because people don't maybe like how Harden plays, and it's not as aesthetically pleasing as some other scores okay that's that's interesting so let's agree that Harden was in a situation where it didn't seem like he had a choice obviously the team allowed it to happen meaning the coach the GM Daryl Morey etc I think the idea he he didn't have a choice oh shucks I think he liked it yeah struck me doesn't change how impressive it was it does bring up the point though is it winning basketball because let me ask you a question. Do a little mind experiment. Imagine there was a player five times a game would shoot from three-quarters court, literally from the other foul line. And let's say he made three out of ten over the course of a season. Now, on one hand, that might be the most amazing thing we've ever seen. On the other hand, three three-pointers out of ten – is not winning basketball. We agree with that, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So amazing, unbelievable, but it leads to losing. Now, is that good? It's rare, but is it good? I would make the case with Harden, and we've often talked about this. Sometimes you decrease your chance to win now to increase your chance to win later. Belichick, the way he plays younger players in September – maybe decreases the chances of the Pats winning in September by a little, but it helps them win Super Bowls. Now, maybe Houston was right. The optimal play was Harden doing what he did during that injury period of some other players, Chris Paul most notably. But then the question is, how was that going to affect Houston later where the disgruntledness of some of the other players that were healthy maybe carried over and – Harden gutted in his brain. We always talk about reps. Oh, want to get good reps and all that stuff. In this case, maybe the reps were Harden just becoming so self-reliant, he couldn't shake that come the playoffs. So, yes, maybe good to win one or two more of those games during the injury stretch for Houston. But we can't lie. Didn't Houston seem a little less of a team even after that? Yeah. And that is what you got to keep in mind, these, a lot of these math guys are very good once you define the parameters, and their equation is going to compute exactly right. But are you asking the right question? It should be how to win most games now, and how is that going to affect our future games, especially the playoffs? Maybe that wasn't calculated. Now, when we come back, we're going to get one more. Harden defender, and then Steve Fezzik, all by himself, is going to tell you why Giannis was right, and then me, RJ, will tell you for sure who won. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will continue our discussion about some controversy following last night's NBA Awards. Thank you for joining us each day. Each weekday, we're here bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you. Right now on the Strip, it's 100 degrees. The neon is flowing. Jonas, I gave you every opportunity. So right here on the show yesterday, we said, spoiler alert, we know who's going to win these awards. And then, I mean, it's not even like clockwork. I'm not even sure how to say it. We ticked off six names. And Brad, how many did how many did we win? We won six, six for six. Perfection. Yep. Yeah. Jordan, Michael Jordan finals. Do you know how some people get premonitions? I'm one of them. And somehow I figured Jonas, who is of this show, but also the other, 
one, by far the best looking guy. Two, he's in LA. <laughs> he's a non gambler. And I get a feeling he's a little resentful sometimes because he does five hours with us. But, you know, we, in his contract, there's a restrict, word count restriction. I'm not sure if he's read that where he can only say so much. So he's, I mean, we love him, but he's not Vegas. And he does, how many hours do you, do you do at the other lesser times than this show in a ki- typical week? Uh, 11 on the weekends. So 11 where you are pretty much doing all the talking as far as I can hear. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, I mean, and here where you've got your contractual word count. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. already right about there. So we got to get oh, to Oh, I mean, here. I got to be honest. The yeah. question is, do we blend it over a week or because <laughs> if so, you might not be able to talk from here on, on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So. You would think he would feel like he's part of this show. We went 6-0 and on this, just like we were waking up. And he, I gave him the whole first segment. He didn't mention it one time. So take that for what it is, envy, jealousy, whatever. He could be forgetful. I don't think so. But, Jonas, please, what I'd like you to do from here is as we tick down the rest, say, and something else that the straight out of Vegas guys got cracked yesterday, the winner of, you know, just, you can do it in different ways where you integrate it, but please do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and sorry about that. I'm so caught up in oh, my yes, own you bet. you seem real broken I, I, up. I'm, I'm so caught up in my own bet. I can't be bothered with these other <laughs> six bets. Uh, but no, we continue your hot streak of 6-0 ah. and with the NBA awards. And the discussion we were having earlier, did they get it right by naming Giannis Antetokounmpo MVP over James Harden? Yes. Now, so, so far, Brad Powers said James Harden and Jonas in a long winded answer said James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah. And we have producer Daryl, new to the team, but beloved. He's got his thoughts. James Harden also. And, and my two teammates made very strong, very strong points. Only thing else I'm going to add is through 78 games played this year, he's the first NBA player to score over 2,800 points, 500 assists, and 500 rebounds in a single season. Well, that's interesting. So really one of the pitches has been against him, Oh, he's just a score. Mm-hmm. But you're saying if you look at the raw numbers. Now, my question is, if you could research it during the show or we're talking about it tomorrow, that point total threshold, how many people have ever gotten above that? He's the first one. No, no, I understand with the 500 and 500, but just how, if all you said is how many people have gotten over 20. Oh, I looked that up. Because if it's only like three people, then maybe. But if there's like 10, 12, 15 people it's ever gotten over that, and he's the only one that diversified – with his assists and rebounds, that that would be impressive. All right, so, so far, three against zero going against, quite frankly, the NBA. Steve Fezzik never won to be afraid to go against the masses. If you saw his shirt today, you'd know that for sure. He is going the other way. Yeah, they got it right with Harden as the MVP, RJ. And it's all about Harden and all these points he scored. Of course he scored all these points. He was padding his stats all year long. How many times, Brad, did we have to see Houston up 12 with two minutes to go and Harden takes the last five shots when he should be on the bench? He was well aware of 
the historical pace he was at as far as scoring and continued it. Giannis scored 28 points per game, but he made everybody on his team better as he played at a high level. He got seven more rebounds per game than Harden did, and here's the kicker. Giannis, defensive player of the year. Hold, hold on a second. Seven more rebounds a game than Harden. How tall was Giannis? Fair enough, but, but Giannis got... A whole like 13 rebounds a game, which is just tremendous. So he was great across the board offensively. And you could make the case that Harden was a little bit better offensively to his team. But defensively, Harden, eh, it's kind of an afterthought oftentimes on the defense that he plays. Giannis was second in the league in voting for NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, now, by definition, we're questioning that voting by having this debate. Because if it was just, oh, Who's better, Giannis or Harden? Well, it's Giannis because he won. Brad, you've got a counter, but Feds, when that's happening, now don't get nervous. Look up on your computer. Your favorite stat now is called, oh, you know the stat? Oh, yeah, that that's force what I'm going to. Go ahead. Go great ahead. minds think alike, RJ. Fez, this year you finally embraced some of the analytics out there. What's your new favorite stat when it comes to the NBA? Real plus minus. <laughs> and it just so happens I have the real plus minus here compared to the two. James Harden, 7.42 real plus minus. Nearly a full point better than Giannis okay. in your favorite category. And what I noticed was, because I had just glanced at that recently, Giannis was like seventh or eighth in the league Yep. on, on defensive real plus minus. Yep. So are we talking defense or the whole full, line? Full okay, full now line. that's interesting. If you would, Brad, because it would be much easier, is look, <laughs> I mean, Fez starting his computer, like, remember on the Waltons, a lot of you guys probably don't remember, they used to have those cars, you had to crank them. <laughs> I mean, it, there's a variation of that with him in the computer. <laughs> He's, if I recall, and we'll get the exact number, if we're talking defense, and, and this obviously backs you up. Giannis was one of the better defensive players statistically for getting voting, which has some biases. We all know that. So your point is they're almost the same scoring, Giannis and Harden, but Giannis is better in every other way. Correct. What, what Giannis was, was 11th in defensive real plus minus. I mean, across the whole league. Yep. So quite good. Harden, you, I don't think the screen rolls long enough. I'm guessing. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Here's what I think. I'm going with Giannis because it feels like oh, Giannis's style of play will lend itself better to winning basketball. I'm just not sure how you can win in the playoffs. How can you win in the playoffs playing the way Houston has? And is it, and again, that, that isolation, that one guy at the top of the key dribbling, forget entertainment value. But can you? What is the NBA? The NBA is a TV program at its core. Just look at its revenues. Now, you might say, wow, there's this many revenues that aren't TV. But imagine if they were off TV. NBA just was off TV for five years. Nowhere. How much smaller would the NBA be? They would obviously lose all the revenue for TV. They would lose so much more. Merchandising, ticket sales, etc. You know what the analogy is? Wrestling. If you read any book on the history of wrestling, uh, you know, again, this is WWF, WWE style, Georgia Championship, Gordon Soley type stuff for the old timers out there. It's a situation where they used to buy time. You'll see some of those touty types from the previous generation where they'll be like, buy, you've heard these shows probably on Saturday morning. 
where there's a guy on there going, sell the house, sell the car, sell the kids, bet this game. <laughs> you really think the program director said, that's what we need on Saturday morning? <laughs> no, because they don't want to pay someone to come in. The national feed's fine, whatever network it is, but, especially on the weekends if Jonas is on, but... If they can get 5000 a month for that goofy hour in the morning, that local TV station is going to be ecstatic over it. The NBA is getting paid billions for their product to be marketed to the world. It's a TV show. Who in the right minds thinks Houston-style basketball is the most interesting TV show? Fez, you're, you're, you're no, nodding on the radio. No one would. <laughs> little, little tip, guys. If you have any emotion... Don't do it with gestures. Do it with words. You never hear anyone say, oh, the beautiful basketball that the Houston Rockets play. And you, no one would hear it, especially if you did it with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. All right. That includes you too, Brad. Yep. You got it? Well, I was trying to process. Oh, geez. No. Speed it up. Get a new chip. <laughs> so I think what we're going to find out is that the league's going to do all they can to discourage it, just like they did the Hack-A-Shack. It might take them a while, but what Houston's doing, and we've seen it in the playoffs itself. I mean, what team has underperformed in the playoffs more in the last two years? Houston, right? I mean, maybe you could look at, is there another one? Oklahoma City. Really? I mean, yeah, they, not winning. They were a lower seed. Just because yeah. just because you were laying the lumber with them doesn't mean that was the right answer. <laughs> I know, I know, I know you were disappointed by it. But especially if you look at the injury situation they had, you know. But even so, what were the expectations for them? When to win one more series? Houston's was what? Could have won the title the last two years. They had the Houston has the one of the top two records in the regular season. In the last couple years. Won 65 games last year, not and this year over 50, yes. Yeah, so to me, it's back to one of the things we'll be talking about at length, which is how regular season NBA is different than postseason. So not only is Houston style, I think, less TV friendly, which means ultimately the league's going to do something to stop it, but I also think that in a seven-game series, when you're doing the same thing again and again and again, the teams are in a better position to stop at game four, five, and six. And let's be honest, when's Houston been the weakest in their series? Late in the series. Yep. Late in the series. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. And it's something we'll be talking about a good bit when it comes to the uh, next few days. Difference between regular season and postseason. Because you know something? Giannis? Didn't make the finals. Harden didn't make the finals. Milwaukee was the favorite to make the finals, Fez. You know that. You bet on them in the East. Against you. You won with Toronto. And Houston was the second favorite. Yes. In the West to make it. So think about this. First favorite, second favorite, two MVP candidates, neither makes the finals. It probably shows both of their games are the types that are better in the regular season. A victim of the infamous Malachi Crunch. So I'm going to give it to Giannis, and I don't care how many people disagree. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's get to our awards as we continue on here. You guys were 6-0, and as we mentioned earlier, in your <laughs> NBA winners last night. And we go to Rookie of the Year, where Mavs rookie Luka Doncic won it, taking home the honor. RJ, another win for you guys in Vegas. That is correct. Hey, he doubled up there. I like that. All right, Jonas, 
Well, I'm going to tax your agent. You get another 100 words this week. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> well, 97 now. All right. Now, Faz, this is interesting. You've got your top players in the NBA list. Now, famously, and it happened less than 24 hours ago, but it is famous, you had a five-way tie for first. <laughs> I mean, talk about taking the tough stance. Yeah. So, so you've actually were – you got out the pencil last night, and I forced you to actually do that. Now, we're going to do that in a few minutes. But what interested me just glancing at it is Donkish was rare in his youth on your list. Yeah, so Donkish was number 17 in my list. And, RJ, I got, if I went all the way down to 30, there's no one else in the league that's a first or a second-year guy that made my top 30. Yet Donkish, rookie, made my top 20. Yeah, so first, as in last, uh, the most recent season being a season, the season before that. The exception, Simmons actually has only played two full seasons. He's on your list, but he had the aborted season or, or whatever you want to call it. Okay. What did you like about – I mean, that's a r- pretty rare, rarefied air to be one of one, either a first or second-year player, freshman or sophomore, I guess how they say in the All-Star deal they do or did – what is it about Donkish that you like so much? Well, I love the fact he played for a team, Dallas, that I got to be honest here, RJ. I didn't watch a lot of Dallas Mavericks games, but I went ahead and read the analytics guys that were following Dallas, and they said Dallas was really not trying its best to win games, some suboptimal. Wait, not trying their best to win games. What does that mean? Tanking, potentially. Not not trying to have a good record. So what you're saying is the environment was such – that if a rookie didn't want to play hard, it wouldn't have probably been scrutinized too much by his uh, GM, his coach, and still he played hard. Exactly. He was ready to go every game. And, you know, I'm always careful when it comes to – first of all, I, hate, I think people are so sloppy. And, I, and, listen, I don't call out media very often. I might call out specific media. They act like they're gambling experts and they're not. Or if they're five foot eight and they act like they're five eleven, I mean. But in general, <laughs> I don't like to do that. You know, across the board, and I think using tanking so loosely, we could spend a whole show defining the difference between suffering now for later, which is making a lot of trades, let's say, that give you future draft choices. Teams do that all the time. I mean, do we really think the Pelicans are going to be better next year for trading AD? No freaking way. The question is, will they be better in two or three years? Is that tanking? Versus if a guy's got an injury and maybe you sit him for uh, longer than he should, is that tanking or is that being extra precautious because these games don't mean as much? Versus what you're saying, which we're not saying is absolutely true, but it looks like there were some subtle decisions made by Dallas late in games that were not optimal, and that's something we that would be more towards truly tanking and probably something that I'm not sure the NBA would be okay with, though obviously it's subjective because we might think, the analytics guys might think this lineup's better, but coaches have every right to think they know more or otherwise there'd be a lot of dirt or dudes with pocket protectors and calculators <laughs> on being coaches, and we still <laughs> haven't seen that yet. All right, guys, next we go to the Coach of the Year Award, which you guys got correctly as well. This is the six for six. All six you were right on. Mike Budenholzer is your Coach of the Year. Uh, Fez, we're back to you and back to the critics on the sidelines. 
Boonhoser. He got a ton of criticism at the end of the playoffs again. We're back to this dichotomy, regular season playoffs, to the point that when we would talk about Milwaukee's games, usually your lead as our NBA originator, Steve Fezzik, usually your lead was, oh, why aren't they adjusting to this? Ah, oh, the Giannis wall. Ah, and he's the coach of the year. Thoughts? Yeah, he was better in the regular season, no doubt about it. All those advanced analytics and the playoff time came and both coaches... Hold on. All those advanced analytics and the playoff time came. I have no idea what that means. Milwaukee bombing from threes, layups or three-point shots. They emphasized it during the regular season. It worked. They won 60 games. All right, so let's think about this because if you really break down what a coach is, a coach... And and these are going to be, I think, even two... Bigger buckets to start with, but the coach is someone who manages the egos. I think with the Celtics coach this year, there was a chance. In fact, let's be honest. I mean, on your crush wall, I mean, obviously Jimmy G used to be Van Vliet. There's just big, you know, rip tape and all that there <laughs> on the side of the wall. And Stevens was was mighty high on the list. I was ready to move Brad Stevens up into potentially number one after yeah. a successful year. That didn't happen. And and it was weird because the picture he had was shirtless of Stevens. Like I don't <laughs> oh, even know how geez. he found that. But the fact is, what we saw was managing at least Kyrie's ego. It was problematic, right? Absolutely. All right. So managing ego, X's and O's, obviously. Player talent evaluation. We want this guy dictating rotations. There's all kind of skill sets with a coach. And I'm not necessarily saying that any coach is the best at all of them. The question is when you add them all up, how good a coach is. So I think, and, and another example, and the one that applies to Budenholzer, is the idea of what schema are we going to run? Forget the play in a given situation. We run it, you know, if it's a college football you playing pro style you playing you know run and shoot ask type you know which are offshoots brad you know tick off a few more types yeah i mean you can be real like go the option offense you can yeah there's variations uh, of all different one run and shoot you can go you know a different spread. styles and i yes. think what we've seen in the nba is there's really two big sides to this one side is Old school, and old school sounds old, old. I mean, we mean five years ago, Phil Jackson type stuff, and the triangle would have been part of the old school, or modern, Golden State basketball, motion, threes, etc. Milwaukee was playing about as old school basketball as they could year before last. Budenholzer comes in, and they're at least up to the modern style. That changed by itself probably was the biggest thing he did. So they won a lot more games. He's getting coach of the year. The question is, other than that change, how is he as a coach? And at least from most accounts, and everyone, you know, listen, reasonable people can disagree. But by most accounts, Budenholzer was not superior when it came to in-game or in-game adjustments or between game adjustments that you need to do during a seven-game series. Agree. Nick Nurse made adjustments, so did Budenholzer, and ultimately Nick Nurse's adjustments won out. Nick Nurse, who literally wasn't a head coach before last year, 
when we come back, we're going to finish up the awards and also, also look at Fez's five best players in the NBA. They're actually ranked one, two, three, four, and five. Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, we will take a look at the most anticipated list in show history, and it's yours next year on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. We continue to look at the NBA awards from last night. You guys went six for six. We get to defensive player of the year, which went to Rudy Gobert. Six for six. That's Craig Gobert. Anyone disagree? Anyone got color? What's our what's our thoughts on this one? No disagreement for me. I agree. He's the goalie for Utah. He's tremendous and stops all the uh, penetration at the paint. 
Now, we've seen the team without him, and it feels like not— because if you think about a good wing defender— you could say, oh, you know, back in the day, Kawhi against LeBron, you know, when it was San Antonio against LeBron and the team. It was, you know, if you take that away, not that LeBron wouldn't have played better, but it would have been the same style game. Just at that key position, defending LeBron would have been a cha- you know, more of a challenge, less effective. But when you have a rim protector and then you take him out, the fundamentals of the whole defense changes, the premise the paradigm, the founding assumption is gone. I think those guys are even more valuable. Do you generally agree with that, Fez? I do. All right, so I think they got it right on this one. Six man of the year. Another one you guys got correct last night in the NBA awards goes to Lou Williams of the LA Clippers. All right, now, Brad, one of my premises coming into this was, boy, boy, oh boy, does the regular season results look to be the key. Now, they voted for it. At the end of the regular season. So, yeah, <laughs> regular season is what they counted. But, Lordy B, the idea that seemingly everybody on this list did better during the regular season. I mean, think about it. Giannis underperformed in the postseason. Budenholzer. Uh, Donkish didn't even make it. And there's one that's coming up that did really well in the postseason. But you also said, no, 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 sweet Lou, as you call him. Great postseason. Make make the case. All right. So Lou Williams plays for the Clippers. They're a historic underdog against the Warriors. Wait, what does historic mean? The biggest underdog of all time? I think they were the biggest underdog in the NBA playoffs in any series in 30 years. Okay. And I'll, I'll give that to historic then. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> and in the two wins that the Clippers managed, two of the biggest upsets we've seen in the playoffs, he had 36 and 33 points for a six-man. So now we're counting two games. Well, you still average 20, you, 22 points per game in the postseason versus 20 in the regular season. And it was four games? Six games. Okay. All right. All right. The <laughs> final one, number six, six for six for the guys in Vegas. Most improved player is Pascal Siakam of the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, he's good at geometry. And <laughs> in the playoffs, fast, because this is the one, obviously, as well as he played in the regular season, Siakam, better in the playoffs yeah 20 points per game in the playoffs outstanding that that was it that's it 20 (laughs) points per game so you could have just read the newspaper (laughs) well he's a guy that was only averaging less than 15 come December. all right all right right, fez that's a c minus all right we got a hey we got a minute here i'm going to give something on tonight's game rockies giants we're going to start integrating a lot of baseball a lot of baseball betting that goes on this one I'm going to go with the Rockies. And here's the thinking. On one hand, Colorado doesn't hit well on the road. They're worst with OPS. On the other hand, the way that the wind is blowing and some other factors don't make me want to play the over. And I'm going to go a lean. I mean, I'm not betting this on the Rockies. And it's really driven by the fact that they've faced this pitcher, this veteran pitcher for the Giants for a long time. So lean, 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 lean only on the Rockies. The Odd Couple is next here on Fox Sports Radio. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.